Testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three. This is Radio Free Mormon on the air, broadcasting behind enemy lines. We have some late breaking news, courtesy of Vice News Agency regarding Tim Ballard and the reason that he had to step down as the president of Operation Underground Railroad a few months ago. And maybe at least part of the reason that Elder Ballard saw fit last Friday in an unprecedented move to issue a news release, a statement by the church to Vice News denouncing Tim Ballard as morally unacceptable. His behavior is morally unacceptable and alleging that Tim Ballard had in some way betrayed Elder Ballard by using his name in order to advance Tim Ballard's own purposes. Now, today's date is September 18th, 2023. There has been a new article that has been released by Vice News with reporters Anna Marion and Tim Marchman. Or is it Merlin? I'm sorry. Anna Merlin and Tim Marchman. And their headline is, Tim Ballard's departure from Operation Underground Railroad followed sexual misconduct investigation. As you know, it's been a crazy weekend here at uh, Radio Free Mormon and in Mormonism generally because things have been appearing and disappearing. First off, the first thing that appeared was um, a series of tweets. I had said on a prior podcast that it was Instagram, it was actually Glenn Beck's Twitter account, where he made a very critical comment to the LDS church. And that has since been taken down and replaced with a much softer and more generalized kind of tweet by Glenn Beck. The second thing is that there was an article on the church's website a few years ago, very favorable, very glowing about Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad that got taken down on Friday, the same day as that public statement was issued. Now, that seems quite the coincidence. It seems a little bit too much coincidence to believe it's entirely coincidence. The strange thing is, is that apparently on Saturday at one point, at least according to my sources, the article was put back up on the church website. And now I'm finding that it's not there anymore again. So I'm not sure if it has been taken down, then put back up, then taken down again, or maybe it was never put up in the meantime. But at any rate, as of 3.30 p.m. West Coast time on Monday, September 18th, 2023, my best information is that article is gone from the church's website. Now, I had mentioned in a prior podcast that the statement issued on behalf of Elder Ballard seemed very rushed, very thrown together. It wasn't very well crafted. And in fact, it, uh, I mean, that's probably an understatement. But in thinking about it, it occurred to me that in the Vice News article itself, it said that Vice News had sent a detailed request for comment to the LDS church. So if it's, it's, if it's a detailed request for comment, it's going to have bullet points. Please respond to this, 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 and this. And I've got a feeling that some of those bullet points had to do with the allegations of sexual harassment against various women who were associated with Operation Underground Railroad. I've got a feeling another one of those bullet points had to do with whether Elder Ballard knew that Tim Ballard was using the services of a female psychic named Janet Russon, I think her name was, in order to contact 
the spirit of the long-dead prophet Nephi, who lived and maybe breathed around 600 BCE, and whose uh, the first book of the Book of Mormon is even named after. I think that was probably in there too. And I think there was too much in there and um, to make Elder Ballard and the church comfortable with being associated with Tim Ballard anymore. So they rushed to put this statement together, slapped it together, and gave it to Vice News because they knew Vice News was going to be publishing their story on Friday, last Friday, which they did. So they had to get it together fast so it could be included in that story. And the fallout we have been seeing over the weekend, and we are continuing to see today with this new article released by Vice News, which has more detail regarding these allegations. Now, I do have to say that Lynn Packer, who is a journalist with his own uh, YouTube channel, I believe, has been covering this for several years. He's been ahead of the game on all of this, and I want to give him credit for that. I watched a couple of his videos last night, and yes, he's been ahead of this. But now that it's hitting Vice News, I think the church is taking a little bit more seriously than a lone voice in the wilderness, such as Lynn Packer's crying, make straight the paths of Tim Ballard. Now people are paying attention. My apologies to Lynn Packer for saying it that way. But people are paying attention. The story from Vice News was picked up and reported on in the Salt Lake Tribune, uh, news agencies. Um, also, the Deseret News had something about it. And I expect they will on this too. Okay, once again, the article from today, Tim Ballard's departure from Operation Underground Railroad followed sexual misconduct investigation. And this is how it goes. Tim Ballard's exit from Operation Underground Railroad earlier this year followed an investigation into claims of sexual misconduct involving seven women, according to sources with direct knowledge of the organization. Sources familiar with the situation said that the self-styled anti-slavery activist, who appears to be preparing for a Senate run, which may or may not be derailed by all of this, invited women to act as his wife. Now, this is Tim Ballard. In other words, the allegations are that Tim Ballard invited women to act as his wife on undercover overseas missions, ostensibly aimed at rescuing victims of sex trafficking. He would then allegedly coerce those women into sharing a bed or showering together, claiming that it was necessary to fool traffickers. Once again, these are simply allegations. I am not reporting on any personal feelings about whether these are true or whether they're not. But seven allegations from seven women, and obviously things started happening, including Tim Ballard stepping down as president of the Operation Underground Railroad, and it may have something to do with the um, church distancing itself from him. Tim Ballard would then allegedly coerce those women into sharing a bed or showering together, claiming that it was necessary to fool traffickers. Tim Ballard, who was played by Jim Caviezel in the hit film Sound of Freedom, and what is Jim Caviezel thinking at this point? I wonder. It's like, oh my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? Who was played by T Jim Caviezel, so Tim Ballard is said to have sent at least one woman a photo of himself in his underwear, festooned with fake tattoos, and to have asked another how far she was willing to go, in the words of a source, to save children. These sources requested anonymity because they fear retaliation. The total number of women involved is believed to be higher than seven, as that would only account for employees, not contractors or volunteers. 
So apparently these seven women were all employees of Operation Underground Railroad. One source close to Operation Underground Railroad has detailed knowledge of Ballard making sexual advances to a volunteer using methods similar to those he allegedly used with Operation Underground Railroad employees. So apparently they, um, they believe that there may be at least one volunteer in addition to the seven employees and using similar methods. Continuing, those methods are also consistent with his conduct toward another former volunteer who spoke to Vice News, so another volunteer. So now we're up to nine, seven employees, two volunteers. In response to a detailed request for comment, a spokesperson for Operation Underground Railroad, Railroad excuse me, told Vice News, quote, okay, so this is Operation Underground Railroad responding to the detailed request for comment sent to them by Vice News. Here it is. Tim Ballard resigned from Operation Underground Railroad on June 22nd, 2023. He has permanently separated from Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad is dedicated to combating sexual abuse and does not tolerate sexual harassment or discrimination by anyone in its organization. Operation Underground Railroad retained an independent law firm to conduct a comprehensive investigation of all relevant allegations and Underground Railroad continues to assess and improve the governance of the organization and protocols for its operations to preserve the integrity of its investigation and to protect the privacy of all persons involved. Operation Underground Railroad will not make any further public comment at this time. Wise move. OUR, that's the abbreviation. OUR is confident in its future as the leading organization committed to combating sex trafficking and saving children who have been captured and sold into slavery. Good to end on a, on a positive note there. That's the end of the official statement from OUR to Vice News. The article goes on. The information from the sources with direct knowledge of OUR, excuse me, let me try that again. The information from the sources with direct knowledge of OUR corroborates an anonymous letter that's been circulating in the Utah philanthropic community for the past several months, which accuses Tim Ballard of sexual harassment. Vice News first reported on the letter in July. The journalist Lynn Packer published it in full on Sunday. That's yesterday on September 17th. Here is a quote from this letter. It's an anonymous letter circulated to the philanthropic organizations. Quote, several weeks ago, an OUR employee who accompanied Tim on an undercover operation filed a sexual harassment complaint against him with OUR's HR department. The letter, which was sent this summer to donors to anti-trafficking causes, reads, okay, it goes on. This resulted in an extensive internal investigation into Tim Ballard and his individual operational tactics and led to more women speaking up as part of the investigation process. It was ultimately revealed through disturbingly specific and parallel accounts. Once again, this is from this anonymous letter that's being quoted. It was ultimately revealed through disturbingly specific and parallel accounts that Tim has been deceitfully and extensively grooming and manipulating multiple women for the past few years with the ultimate intent of coercing them to participate in sexual acts with him under the premise of going where it takes and doing whatever it takes to save a child. You know, the idea occurs to me, if you're supposed to be a guy posing as a child sex trafficker and going into these foreign countries, 
why are you bringing your wife along? Is that customary for child sex traffickers to bring their wife along? Not sure. Just a question. The article continues. The letter further said that OUR's board and lawyers had made agreements preventing executives from OUR, presumably, from discussing the circumstances of Tim Ballard's exit from the organization he founded, making it virtually impossible for them to defend the organization against Tim Ballard's false narratives. The author or authors, that's the end of that quote, by the way, the author or authors of the letter did not respond to requests for comment. An OUR spokesperson did not dispute what was in the letter when asked about it by Vice News in July or respond further when told that reporters could only take this as confirmation of its accuracy. So what they're saying there is Vice News gets a hold of this letter in July. They contact OUR spokesperson about it and the spokesperson does not dispute the contents of the letter. Then Vice News says, well, if you're not going to dispute the contents of the letter, then what is what are we supposed to make of this except for the fact that you're tacitly admitting that it's true? And then when they told the reporter that, the reporter, nothing happened. There was no further comment. So let me read this again and see if I have it right. An OUR spokesperson did not dispute what was in the letter when asked about it by Vice News in July or respond further when told that reporters could only take this as confirmation of its accuracy. They're not even contesting it, at least in July, the contents of this letter at OUR. Women believed to be at the center of the investigation have not responded to requests for comment or have declined to comment. People who know them say they fear retaliation and the effects scandal could have on OUR as it seeks to move on without Ballard, whom sources say is currently trying to work his way back into the organization. Ballard did not respond to requests for comments submitted through his personal website or that of his new organization, the Spear Fund, and through a spokesperson whom OUR previously told Vice News is his personal representative. So they're trying to cover their bases, say we've tried to get a hold of Tim Ballard through these three different ways. No response. Tim Ballard, an ally of Donald Trump. And then it says that Tim Ballard held an appointed post on a public-private anti-trafficking counsel in the Trump administration and recently hosted the former president president on his podcast. Okay. So Tim Ballard has said, <clears throat> excuse me, he's strongly considering a run for the Senate. The Senate seat set to be vacated by Mitt Romney. <clears throat> Speculation in the LDS community indicates that he's planning to announce his bid on October 10th. We'll see if that happens. Last week, a spokesperson for the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints issued a statement to Vice News that contained a pointed rebuke of Ballard. Yes, we covered that here on Saturday morning. The statement accused Ballard, Tim Ballard. I always keep wanting to use his full name because there's another Ballard in this story. I want to make it clear when we're talking about Tim and when we're talking about Elder. The statement accused Tim Ballard of inappropriately using the name of a church leader, President M. Russell Ballard. The two are not related despite sharing the last name. I always want to put that in there. For Tim Ballard's personal advantage and activity regarded as morally unacceptable, there they're quoting from the church statement from President Ballard, or at least on behalf of President Ballard, that a 15-year executive director of operations, I think it was executive, uh, Doug Anderson, released on the church's behalf and on President Ballard's behalf. The church did not 
specify in its statement what activity it regarded as morally unacceptable. I'm glad I'm not the only person having trouble making sense of that particular part of the statement because they definitely use the term morally unacceptable, but it's not clear exactly what they're referring to. It's obviously Tim Ballard and his activities that they're accusing of being morally unacceptable. As I've said before, I think probably what they're intending to say is that Tim Ballard's use, unauthorized use of Elder Ballard's name and the church for Tim Ballard's own profit is what was morally unacceptable. But it's phrased in such a way, it's not clear. And maybe this is why. By the way, it's clear the church knew that this was coming out today. And I'll bet there's more stuff that's coming out tomorrow. The article concludes this way. Over the weekend, Ballard, Tim Ballard, responded to Vice News reporting by giving an impassioned speech to a small crowd in Boston in which he said, it's not true. Nothing you hear is true. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's an unfortunate statement. I've seen the, the video. Uh, Tim Ballard's obviously in distress. He's gotten hit upside the head. Out of left field, this came. His state president didn't know according to him. His bishop didn't know according to him. He's finding out about it when the whole world's finding out about it, that he's just been denounced by the LDS church and its leaders. Yeah. However, the expression when he says it's not true, nothing you hear is true. Yeah, that's problematic because nothing makes me trust a person more than when they say nothing you hear is true before you've heard anything. He also said he outright did not believe that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints condemned him in a statement issued to Vice News, something that did in fact happen, as has been confirmed by multiple Utah news outlets. And this is one of the other things that's going on, is people are having such a tough time believing the church would do this or engage in this kind of activity that they have defaulted to the idea that, no, the church didn't do this because they believe the church would not do that. That becomes the church did not do that. And therefore, conspiracy theories are proliferating, most of them surrounding Doug Anderson, the individual with the PR department who issued the statement from his own email address. Well, I'm afraid that that's going to be difficult, at least for me to believe, that this is not from the church. It's from the church's official spokesman. It's through a sp uh, official outlet. No, obviously. Because in order to believe that, you'd have to believe that Doug Anderson is operating on his own. Come on, 15 years. He's the director of operations over there. He's not going to do that on his own. Or the director of the PR department. He's not going to do it on his own. And it would have been signed off on, reviewed and signed off on by President Ballard at a minimum and probably the first presidency as well. Because that's the way the church rolls. You don't have people going off and doing things on their own. Things all have to be reviewed. They have to be voted on, even if it is an abbreviated kind of process. So I think that this is the kind of thing that I remember happening back in November of 2015 when the church came out with the, um, the policy of exclusion. And I have to correct myself. I said the church came out with it. They didn't come out with it. It was leaked. The church never publicly announced it. It had to be leaked because they were trying to hide it in the first instance. And once it was leaked, then the church and its members, specifically many of the members, could not believe that the church would do something like that, that they would institute a policy that said primarily that 
not only were adults who engaged or were in a gay marriage, not only were they in a state of apostasy and should be excommunicated, but any children that they had could not be blessed or baptized or receive the priesthood if they were a boy until they were 18 out of the parents' home and had renounced the parents' lifestyle. There were lots of members who couldn't believe the church did that either. And they said the same kinds of things, that the church website must have been hacked, that this is a fake, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Same thing's going on now. This isn't the fake. This is the real thing. And I expect members will either find some way to resolve it in their minds, like they did last time if they're still members, or there's going to be a lot more resignations from the church happening. We've got General Conference starting up here on September 30th. This year, General Conference starts on September 30th because the Sunday, October 1st, the first Sunday in October is on the 1st of October. And that's what determines when General Conference will be. It's the Sunday, the first Sunday in October. And if that first Sunday happens to be on the 1st, then the Saturday before will be part of General Conference as well. That's 12 days away. It's rapidly becoming 11 days away. This is going to be a general conference to remember. And I can only imagine what it is that President Ballard is going to speak about in general conference. It just may be that sometime between now and general conference, President Ballard will come down with COVID and be unable to speak. We'll have to see what happens. So I will keep you apprised of what's going on here. Please like and subscribe at Radio Free Mormon. And I will be with you next time to update you on what's going on with Tim Ballard or any other news that may be happening in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Until next time, this is Radio Free Mormon, signing off the air.